Well, how about that video from the Bible Project? I love those things. And hopefully that helped you begin to understand the idea of wisdom. You see, I planned out this new series, Wisdom in the Time of Uncertainty, about two weeks ago. And I was thinking primarily about COVID. Well, little did I know how much would change between then and now. See, the deaths of Ahmaud Aubrey, Breonna Taylor, and especially George Floyd, thrust the issue of racial injustice to the forefront of our nation. And here in the Twin Cities, man, we were at the epicenter of it all. So I thought about changing the series. I really did. But I decided not to. And because the truth is, now we need wisdom more than ever. There are so many ideas, emotions, and opinions circulating around right now. We need to be wise. You need to be wise. So I decided to stick with the, with the series. And so we're kicking it off today. So I want to start with a question for you. Where do you look to for wisdom? Think about that for a sec. Where do you look to for wisdom? So here are just a few places. Education. Maybe it's authors, books, blogs, podcasts, social media. Maybe you look for look at your heroes, your your idols, influencers. Maybe for wisdom you look to your family. Or your friends. Maybe, maybe it's your own experiences, your life experiences. Or maybe you just look to yourself for wisdom. You see, wisdom is an interesting thing. Most of us want it, but very few of us actually know how to get it. Well, nonetheless, wisdom is critical for our lives. See, wisdom saves us from future pain. Wisdom is the antidote to information overload. And wisdom is the defense against the extremes of emotional reactivity and intellectualism. And wisdom is so important in our lives because the majority of decisions you make involve wisdom. Very few of the decisions you make in a given week are probably moral sin issues. Is this a sin or is this not? Most of the decisions you make are really about wisdom. Is this a wise thing or is it not? Or which of two choices is the wise thing? So you make far more decisions on a daily and weekly basis that need wisdom. And so we're going to talk about that for a few weeks. Because, you know, to put it bluntly, life is hard. It's harder when you're stupid. And we can all be stupid sometimes. Well, so today I want to start this and I want to give you an introduction to the idea of biblical wisdom. And then over the next few weeks, we're going to apply it to a few situations. So let's define a couple terms here. First, here's one you know, knowledge. See, knowledge is information gained through experience, reasoning, or acquaintance. That's a good old dictionary definition of knowledge. Okay? 
And now, but knowledge is not wisdom. They're different. See, wisdom is the godly application of knowledge. Let me say that again. Wisdom is the godly application of knowledge. See, knowledge is knowing stuff. Wisdom is living it out. Knowledge understands that the light just turned red. Wisdom hits the brakes. Knowledge sees the trap. Wisdom avoids it. Knowledge understands prejudice, but wisdom sees it in yourself. Knowledge memorizes the Ten Commandments. Wisdom obeys them. And knowledge learns about God. Wisdom loves him. So wisdom is the godly application of knowledge. Now, when it comes to wisdom in the Bible, there are two major themes. Two major themes. And these two form the foundation of understanding biblical wisdom. Everything else is built on these two things. So the biggest theme is the contrast between the wise and the foolish. See, these are two different ways of applying knowledge in our lives. And we're going to dig into this more next week, but I promise you one thing. Your life would significantly improve if you, with each decision you had, simply asked yourself, is this wise or is this foolish? That's the first theme. The second major theme in scripture is around the contrast between godly wisdom and earthly wisdom. So at a minimum, this means that there is a wisdom out there that will not be able to help you follow God or honor him or receive the life, peace, or blessings that he promises. There's a wisdom out there that is different than godly wisdom. And so that should make every single one of us pause and ask the question, is the wisdom I look for earthly or godly? Now, at this point, I'm hoping that you can see the advantage of godly wisdom in your life. If so, then it naturally leads to a question. How do I get more wisdom? And God's word gives us four ways that we can become wise people. I'm going to walk through them here pretty, pretty quickly, pretty simply. You ready? First, how can you be a wise person? Number one is fear God. So King Solomon writes in, in Proverbs 9.10, he says this, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. All other forms of wisdom are worthless unless it's built upon a knowledge and reverence for God himself. See, a healthy fear of God is a continual awareness that our loving Father is watching and evaluating everything we think, say, and do. Think about that the next time you make a decision. 
that God is there, God is watching, and we will be accountable to him. That's where wisdom starts, with a healthy, reverent fear of the Lord. So that's number one. Number two is desire wisdom. How do you become wise is desire, want wisdom, want to be wiser. See, the Bible calls us to desire wisdom with all of our heart. So Solomon again says in Proverbs 2.4, he says this, that we must look for it as for silver and search for it as for hidden treasure. It's that valuable. And if you're paying the consequences for foolish decisions you've made in the past, then you know how valuable wisdom is. We are to want and desire and chase after wisdom. So are you chasing after wisdom? So that's second. Third is the Bible says that we should pray for wisdom. So James 1.5 says, If any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God, who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you. Think about that. God wants to give you wisdom. But you have to seek him for it. You have to ask him for it. And that was that was quite a one for me as I, as I thought about that and read that verse and, and, and I thought more about it because, you know, I've prayed for wisdom in a decision I've, for God's guidance and discernment, but honestly, I'm not sure I've ever prayed for wisdom. I think I've got a new thing I need to pray for. So that's third. Now, fourth is how can we become wise? Study God's word. Psalm 19.7 says this, The law of the Lord is perfect, refreshing the soul. The statutes of the Lord are trustworthy, making wise the simple. So for all you other simple folks out there, God can make you wise. And he's given you the Bible to do that. But you see, don't just study that on your own. Don't just read it by yourself. Listen to what Proverbs 13.20 has to say. Walk with the wise and become wise. For a companion of fools suffers harm. So who are the people you walk with? Do you walk with wise, mature people? Or are your companions fools? There's a great saying that says that you become the average of your five closest friends. And so if you have friends that are wise and godly and Christ-centered, you will become wise as well. So study God's word and seek out the counsel of wise people. So that's a little quick summary of what scripture has to say about how to become wise. Is first is fear God, a healthy, reverent fear of God. Second is desire wisdom. You want you want to want wisdom. Third is pray for it. Ask God to give you wisdom and he will. That's what his word says. And then fourth is study God's word. 
God's word is filled with God's wisdom for us. So, do you want to become wiser? Do you want to avoid the mistakes over the next five years that you will regret for the next 10 years? Do you want to become a better husband, a better wife, a better worker, son, daughter? Then seek wisdom. Don't just accumulate knowledge, but learn under God how to apply that knowledge in the right way. Because wisdom is the godly application of knowledge. So I want you to pick one of those four things this week. Okay, here they are again. Have a healthy, reverent fear of God. That's one. Two, desire wisdom above all else. That's three. Four, pray to God for wisdom. Oh, that's three. Sorry. (laughs) And now four is study scripture with wise people. So which of these do you want to do this week? I want to challenge you. Pick one of them. Because here's my promise. If you do these things, God promises you will become wiser. You will begin to understand life from God's perspective and how to properly apply knowledge for his glory and his kingdom. And wouldn't that be great to be a church, River Life, to be a church full of wise people working for the kingdom of God? So let's do that together, church. Thanks.